it is, time again, albeit late, for the Politics and Peeves with Jeffrey B. Show. I'm your host, the man with more peeves than a hand sanitizer company, but less than President Trump before and during, oh, and after the election. Oh, and let's not forget the subsequent multiple recounts, Jeffrey B. First off, I want to apologize to my regular listeners for not adding a new show when I should have about two weeks ago. With Thanksgiving and now Christmas, I've just been jammed up and being totally transparent. I kind of got lazy when I did have a little free time. That being said, I'm considering changing up the show a little. I want to go outside of just political topics, although I love, love, love talking politics. But it can be a downer of topics, bringing stress to many. So I want to do something a little more. So if you have suggestions for me, please don't forget, I need a way to get back to you so I can check on the story. Also, if you have access to the person or persons involved, I would ask you to have and contact me, as they must be okay with being audio interviewed. So much has happened, it's hard to find where to start. 2020 elections, COVID pandemic, I guess it was no hoax after all, conspiracies galore, demonstrations, riots, BLM movement, major fires, Stephen's one and two, well, sort of two, election lawsuits, over 15 counting, and COVID vaccines, a bright spot in the year, to name a few. There have been other bright spots, mostly humanitarian, people helping people through this pandemic. The outpouring of care and love and prayers going out to those needing support. Let's not forget to give lots of accolades to our first responders worldwide, with particular attention going to our doctors, nurses like my niece Michelle, and EMTs. All are true heroes. How about going out today, tomorrow, all this week, all next week, all next month? And when you see a doctor or a nurse, a firefighter, a cop, an EMT, a TSA officer, a security officer, a grocery clerk, a mini-mark clerk, to name just a very few of the essential workers out there, say thanks. Kids are, and I mean kids, are doing things to help those in need. Many adults could learn from these kids. Teachers doing their thing no matter what's going on, still teaching, like my niece Deanna. All deserve our thanks and undying gratitude. Here in the U.S., we had months of political fighting in the House and Congress over financial relief for Americans, continued unemployment benefits with temporary increase, help for small businesses, paycheck protection, stimulus checks again, and much more. All talk, no actions, for months while Americans suffered. Businesses closed, mortgage and rents unpaid. That trickles up. Democrats blame Republicans. Republicans blame Democrats. You know, the usual biased political BS that D.C. puts out on the regular. Neither party wanted to be the one that looks bad, or as bad as the other in this case. Still, nothing getting done, until a few days ago. Every senator and congressman wanted their own piece added into the bill to help Americans. This is one of the things that need to change, in my opinion. We as Americans should demand single-item bills. One item, one vote, yay or nay, no add-ons, let it ride or die on its own merits. No deals of, I'll vote for yours if you vote for mine. This is another way of saying who votes 
for what in reality? Add to that term limits. Man, do we need term limits. Now my views on this latest stimulus fight over the package. One of the sticking points was the amount of money to give out. Republicans wanted $600. Democrats wanted another round of $1,200 per American. I believe for those making under $75,000 a year are going to get the $600, and some people are pissed. My response to both of these articles are as follows. First off, I do understand those that say it's not enough because mortgages and rent are more than that per month on the average, and they're months behind. Another complaint is, look at what these other countries are doing, how much money they're giving their citizens. Okay, yes, other countries are giving their citizens more per month, and but what are they paying taxes? Well, I'll give you a little idea. Australia pays 30% taxes, Canada 38 France, 31. Germany, 29 plus. Italy, 27.9. And Japan, 29.74%. The U.S., we sit at 21. Now, there are a few that pay comparable or less in taxes. That is true. But are they giving out the big bucks that some Americans are complaining about not getting? I'm personally very lucky that I did not lose my job. I'm considered essential and still doing 52 hours a week. And no, my little podcast is not monetized, so I do have to have a real job. I'm also lucky enough that I'm still making enough money to pay my bills and still able to save a little bit for vacation and a little bit in the savings. And I do mean a little bit. I count my blessings for all that. Now, I'm not wealthy by any means, but I am able to say that Americans in my same boat and in the boats of business class and first class we should not get any stimulus money. Leave us out. Take that money and put it where it's needed most. The people unemployed, the people who are in food lines, the people who have to decide between eating and medicine. What do you think the people in my position are better going to do with that money? Do you really think it's going to go back into the economy? I seriously doubt it. Mine is probably going to vacation fund, or pay down credit card debt, or maybe go into my retirement fund. We are paying our rent and utilities and food and medical and fuel, insurance, and the basics that others can't. Again, I'm luckier than many during these times. Now, each one of us has paid taxes to, quote-unquote, and I'm using bunny ears in the air, give this money out. But we'll pay it back in the future as well. This is not free money. It's more like a loan from a loan shark with the family. As in, loan shark with the family. Or to you younger listeners, loans from payday loan companies at 195% interest, which I think are worse than the loan sharks back in the day. Do you think our senators and congressmen and women are worried about putting food on their table or losing their house? Of course, that's a rhetorical question. Had their salaries been suspended, well, mainly if they weren't making two hundred grand a year for how many weeks of work, this help would have happened long ago. Now, at the last minute, the president says it's not enough money to, quote-unquote, bunny ears in the air again, give to people. He could not have done this earlier. He waits until the day of signing. Makes me think it's his last-ditch effort to bring America, quote-unquote, bunny ears again, around to his side. Or could it be 
because it's his parting shot to Americans, since he's a child and not happy he's not getting his way. I say that not in jest, but because of his last-minute decision, the relief bill has been postponed until after the Christmas break. After the last bill runs out, leaving millions of people lurch. But then again, in the drama that is Trump, he reneged and signed the bill on Sunday night. Now the Democrats are seizing the moment, and Bernie Sanders says he will filibuster the overturn of the president's veto of the military budget until Americans get the 2000 Oh, Lord. Now, with all the sickness and depth and loss going around, this fight has gone on for months. This bill, with all its add-ons, was shy of 5,400 pages, including lots of crap that has nothing to do with helping Americans. Such as, businesses have only been able to take 50% off their meal expenses, off their federal taxes since the 1980s. But a proposal backed by the White House and Tim Scott, a senator from South Carolina, would let them write off 100%. Treasury Secretary Steve Munchen, I just destroyed his name, I apologize, has included this tax break as a White House priority in the stimulus bill negotiations. And Democrats purportedly agreed to it in exchange for an expansion of tax credits for low-income families and the working poor. Now, that's great that he helped do that. But, really? Really? How is a meal write-off on taxes helping Americans pay rent and mortgages and car payments, etc.? It amazes me. Just amazes me. Now, the stimulus bill includes but is absolutely not limited to the following items. Families will be able to carry over unused funds in child care and health care flexible spending accounts in 20, into 2021. That's great. As I stated earlier, an increase in the deductibility of business meals from 50 to 100%. President Trump thought it was important to include in the stimulus bills to help Americans. Yeah. Funding for two new Smithsonian Museums, the Women's History Museum, and the Museum of the American Latino. Great ideas. What's it doing here? Creation of a new U.S. consulate in Tibet. Oh, God, that's going to cause problems with China. Two billion, with a B, billion, set aside for a space voice. A half a billion dollars for Israeli cooperative programs. I don't know what that is, and I don't know what it has to do with helping Americans. Elimination of surprise medical bills in which patients at an in-network hospital or clinic receive treatment by an out-of-network practitioner, resulting in shockingly high bills. Now, patients will pay the in-network rate for all services, and the insurance company and provider negotiate the reimbursement. That's great again. And that does kind of help in, in, in stimulus, at least for helping Americans. Oh, this is a good one. The repeal of rarely enforced criminal laws prohibiting the transport of Waller Heisnitz, I can't say that name, sorry folks, alligator grass, or water chestnut plants across the state lines, or putting bogus theft prevention decals on cars, or... Oh my God, misusing the emblems of Smokey the Bear, Woody the Owl, or the 4-H Club. 
that's going to help Americans. Or how about this? A section about the reincarnation and succession of the Dalai Lama. Great guy. Good friend of mine. <clears throat> but what's that got to do with the stimulus for Americans? And then this one here. The prohibition of e-cigarette shipments through the U.S. Postal Service. Really? Now, some of these are good. But what the hell do they have to do with the stimulus bill to help Americans stay in housing, have food to eat, pay bills, etc. Now, go back and remember my one bill, one vote idea. Please. Next, the outgoing president says that all federal buildings must meet a standard and be designed in a classic architectural style. That's right, President Trump. The one that before moving to the White House famously lived in a $100 million Trump Tower apartment decorated in the style of Louis XIV and covered in 24-karat gold and marble. And he's worried about D.C.'s architectural style. Now a council for improving federal architecture will be established to update guidelines for the General Services Administration. Because, you know, that's going to help Americans feed their families and pay their bills. I wonder how much that council is going to cost us. My friends, after 2020, maybe now you see why I want some feel-good stories. We need some feel-good stories. I need some feel-good stories. This pandemic will be going with us into 2021, no doubt. But if we do our part, no matter what the naysayers say to us, we can turn the corner. And maybe, just maybe, if we follow the Fauci, get the vaccine, we can have a great second half of 2021 and come back stronger. Now, I will have more interviews coming up, including Papa Jeff Cameron stopping by again, virtually, of course, and a new guest who I think you'll find quite interesting talking about God only knows what you'll understand. Both will be just after the start of the new year. So in ending this show, being the last show of 2020, Let's come together for the betterment of this big, beautiful world. We can argue over politics later, and God knows we'll have the opportunity. But we first need to heal. We need to heal this country. So on that note, dear listeners, stay safe, stay healthy, wear the damn masks, socially distance, get the vaccine when available, and take care of one another. And may life grant you all that is good, today and always. Have a happy new year, and we'll see you on the other side. Well, that's another episode of Politics and Peas with Jeffrey B. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed putting it together. Please don't forget to subscribe, pass the show along to your family and friends, and feel free to contact me at politicsandpeeves at gmail.com or at my website, politicsandpeeves.com. Once again, that's politicsandpeeves at gmail.com or my website at politicsandpeeves.com. Give me a comment, give me suggestions, call me you know, an a-hole if you want. Until the next time, in 2021, take care and hasta la bye-bye. <laughs>